At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome into the program. Follow the money. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Matt Humans live in downtown Las Vegas here early on a Monday morning. Uh, we'll get to our in pocket plays, what we're betting today and beyond coming up a little bit later on this hour. And uh, how about, you know, once something happens over and over and over again, books eventually do adjust. They're not stupid, they pay attention to a lot of this stuff. And uh, they have adjusted on. I'm going to throw out two different player props. In the NBA Finals, the over threes for Cam Johnson and uh, Pat Connaughton for the Bucks was has been priced at one and a half the entire series, mm-hmm. plus money for most of these games. I think combined they've gone over in every game but one. Matt, now we're looking at the same number over one and a half. Circa adjusted, Connaughton is now minus one sixty to the over, and Cam John. I like Johnson a lot, by the way. I think like if he he was very good in the bubble last year for the Suns. Sure. He absolutely has a role off the bench for this team. You know, it's kind of like that uh, spark plug that you need off the bench, instant offense. He's minus 180 to go over one and a half threes now in the game. They could adjust to two threes, but then a lot of books are like, we want to we want to pay out tickets one way or the other. Either a loser or a winner, we don't want to refund tickets, we want to push. Sure. And then if you made it two and a half, the juice on the under would probably be the same thing. Well, I, I've been a little bit surprised that Pat cannot uh, prop a state at one and a half because he's he's going to get up five, six, three-point attempts yep. in a game. Uh, so I thought that's the one that would be adjusted. If anything, he was four for six from three in game five. He's been really good in this series yep. and really, uh, I think, justified 
a lot of the minutes that uh, Coach Bud has given him. I still think Bobby Porter should be playing more minutes, but uh, um, if you look at what Pat Connaughton did in the last game in 33 minutes with uh, 14 points, he's actually rebounded the ball pretty well too. Sure. And at times, played pretty good defense, but the the three point prop of one and a half. Uh, that's one that uh, I was looking at in this series, too. I thought that number was a little bit too too low on Connaughton. Yeah, it's been too low on both guys. And obviously now at $1.80, $1.60 for Johnson and Connaughton. Or, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. Do you make it two and a half, though, and then just make it? Hard to make it two and a two half. And, yeah, right. You, again, I, you can make it two if you want. I think but two then, is the right number. Yeah. Yeah, I think two is the right number for that prop. But. Yeah. Great, great three-point shooting by both teams in Game Five. You talked about it too. The shot making in that game was off the charts. Uh, the Bucks fourteen for twenty-eight from three, and the team that lost the game was thirteen for nineteen from three-point range. Mm. Fun that, that Game Five. I can't get over how good it was on a Saturday night. I don't think we've ever had really a primetime Saturday night NBA Finals game in a long, long time. Well, especially not in the middle of July. No, absolutely. They always put it like on a. They always do the Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday type right. of deal, right? No, that was, that was actually a really entertaining game to watch. Uh, shout out to the guys I was with in North Dakota at Texas Roadhouse watching the game. Corey Ager, Randy McKay. We, we watched that game at Texas yeah. Roadhouse, one of my favorite spots. What'd you fire down? Ribeye? Yeah, oh yeah. Fort Worth ribeye. That's the go-to? Several drinks. Several drinks, yeah. Uh, we watched the UFC that night, too. It was a good night of sports. They had it on Texas Roadhouse? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, more NBA Finals up next and a big series beginning in Major League Baseball. We'll get to. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. Major League Baseball tonight. The Red Sox on the road to face the Toronto Blue Jays. Boston getting a run and a half, minus 160. Toronto plus 140. The over-under sits at 10.5. While the Reds host the New York Mets, Cincinnati getting a run and a half, plus 145. While the Mets are minus 165. Over-under is at 10.5. Baltimore on the road to face Tampa Bay. The Orioles plus 1.5 at minus 104. The Rays minus a run and a half, minus 116. Over-under is at 9. Texas facing Detroit. Rangers getting a run and a half, minus 215. Detroit, plus 185, over-under is at 8. Football season is almost here, and our experts profile every college and pro team with advanced stats, power ratings, and best bets for win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Each guide only $20 and is free with your subscription to VSIN. Go to vsin.com slash subscribe. I'm Tony Deziri with your action update. Get the latest VSIN odds at VSIN.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. It's time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Welcome in. Follow the money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. So we get game six of the NBA finals coming up. Tomorrow night, you're right, Matt, as you said in the previous segment, I mean, especially in July. I Actually, I've said this many times. I hope the NBA keeps the timeline uh, for this kind of a schedule. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Typically, the NBA finals are over by the middle of June, and here we are in the middle of July talking about a game six. So uh, I'm with you. I would love to see this schedule continue, but I, I don't think it will. Don't you think the NBA stars kind of want their summer, they want their time off in the summer, 
and I would I would think the NBA is going to try to get back to a more normal schedule next season. Begin by like Halloween, yeah, and then finish it up in early June. I wish. But this is great. This is great. Oh, what we it. had the NBA playoffs all through June and July. That's I guess one positive thing about the the COVID situation. Yeah. I heard How this the schedule's been adjusted. Yeah, I heard this about the Suns. Like immediately after game number five, uh, you know, the narrative was, well, now you got got to really wonder if the Suns don't win this series. I mean, what are they going to do next? Who are they going to add so they don't waste all this young talent and they can win a chance? Like, who thought the Suns were going to be even in the NBA Finals of course, this year? Like, of oh, course. their championship window is closing. Nobody even thought they had a championship window. Yep. So Chris Paul is not going to play forever, obviously, but the Suns have a lot of young talent. I, I think they have to feel fortunate to even be in the Finals uh, because I, I, if you rank the teams in the West going into the playoffs, you're going to start with uh, the Jazz and the Lakers, right? Who else do you put in there? And if the, if the Nuggets didn't have Jamal Murray go down, who knows how good the Nuggets sure. would have been in the playoffs. Uh, Clippers, if Kawhi doesn't get hurt. Yeah, Clippers without Kawhi. Oh, so uh, nobody was picking the Suns. Maybe somebody out there did. Uh, but not many people were picking the Suns to even reach the finals. Well, I, let me give you an idea of, uh, you know, sometimes you think you can make some good bets even though they don't win. Yeah. I made two preseason NBA MVP bets that were losers. Uh, but I can guarantee you right now, I'm never going to find the same numbers on them again. Devin Booker was 60 to one. I actually did place a bet on him to win the MVP way back in who knows how long ago it was. And I did bet Trey Young at 200 to one to win the MVP. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to bet right now. Uh, I will never find anything close to 200 to one on Trey Young ever again. No, not the way he scores. He, he's kind of like a uh, the next Stephen Curry. That's the way yeah. he's playing right now, and uh, Curry's a two-time MVP, right? Yeah, but I think he went back to back. Yeah. The one time was unanimous. So I, I could see Trey Young winning an MVP. You're not going to get those odds again now. Yeah, and you think the Bucks finish it off tomorrow night? So do I. I, I uh, get, yeah. yeah, I think the Bucks have just made the right adjustments on the defensive end of the floor. Actually, on both ends of the floor. And I was convinced of that when I watched the second and third quarters in Game Five. You don't outscore a team seventy-nine to fifty-three in the middle two quarters on the road, and and it be a fluke. Correct. The Suns were struggling to uh, get anything on the offensive end, and the Bucks have uh, have figured things out. Like Budenholzer has. Now, to I don't get... want to give Coach Bud all the credit. Well, no, not all of it. He's got a bunch of assistants, but... and those guys contribute. And sure. And you know, we don't know if it's him or his assistants well, let's say who are making the, the adjustments. Let's say the Bucks coaching staff deserves some credit, right? Because the way the Suns played in that first quarter, and again, it was the shot making was just. Off the charts. They were hitting everything. And it was impossible to sustain that, right? right. I mean, they, right. they hit 12 out of 13 shots at one point. Come on, not going to continue. Right. But what they did then, and that was, by the way, with Freak out of the game. So once he was on the bench, the Bucks made that huge run when they were down by 16 points. And they wiped out that lead. Hell, they had the lead themselves at halftime. So something happened there that they figured out, like, we got to do something different. We got to put Holiday on Chris Paul. We got to do something else defensively because they're killing us right now. Mm-hmm. And whatever it was they did, it worked out for those two quarters and it was good enough to get him a 3 2 series edge. And also, we have to give credit to Drew Holiday because he's been great on the defensive end of the floor. It's not just the adjustments, it's also the execution sure. by the players. And Holiday's been really good on the defensive end. 
Yep. And so is a freak, obviously. So this freak. and they crash the boards and they they grab offensive rebounds and that's a big factor too when you can give yourself extra possessions, which is what the uh, the Bucks have done the way they hit the boards hard and that's that's one of their big advantages here. They're more athletic around the basket and uh, they can they can score around the basket, grab offensive rebounds and I think uh, the Suns have had a hard time matching up down there. So watching game number four when I was uh, last week on vacation on the road and you asked me like, am I going to get mad? Am I going to get fired up? Because I'm from that state, like as a Bucks fan, like watching this series, right? I wasn't, I haven't gotten really fired up at all. No. It's fun to watch them win. But at game four, I was so mad late in the game because we could not get a replay until the game was over with on the, on the block by freak. They, oh, yeah. You realize that? They never showed one replay. I'm like, did I see that right with my own eyes? Was it as good as I thought? Because what happened? There's no way he could actually guard the alley part and the oop part of an alley-oop. And he did both. And he somehow recovered in time to block Aiton, who was like six miles off the court. It's one of the great plays of the season. Oh, my no God. Replay. But you have to replay it 72 times to see if the ball ticked off a guy's fingertip going out of bounds. Yes, right, yeah. right, okay. right. Exactly correct, yeah. yeah. So I, I lost my you-know-what for a good five minutes during that stretch until the game. I, I saw like somewhere on, I had to go to NBA France on Twitter to get a replay. NBA Guy, France? You, you might be dropping the ball here a little bit. I and didn't, it ter- it didn't even know there was an NBA France. I didn't know either. Where, where'd you find that? I just, I did a, I did a, like a Twitter search on Giannis Block or something like that. And the first video that came up, or the one video that came up was NBA France. Okay. So, but that, am I over, am I really like overreacting to say that that's one of the best defensive plays we've ever seen? Uh, I don't know about ever. all things considered, like, NBA Finals, games on the line, that kind of thing. I think that's fair. Okay. That's, uh, it was one of the best plays I've seen this season. I just hate to say ever. Yeah, and that's yeah. tough. Yeah. Sounds like hyperbole. Yeah. But I know this, when LeBron made the block on Iguodala. That was one of the, one great, of the best plays. Great block, right? NBA, let's say one of the best plays in NBA Finals history. Sure. Okay. We had that replay 7,000 times within 30 seconds. Sure. Oh, yeah. Every possible angle. Yeah. Yeah, right. So we agree. We think the Bucks finish it off in six. I don't think it's going to be easy, though. Let's uh, put it no, that way. I'm not. No. I'm not going to lay the five. And no. I, I, the the way the Bucks shot the ball in Game Five, they typically do not shoot the ball that well in back to back games. Right. And uh, I I have a sneaking suspicion that the Suns are going to make this really tough on them. Yeah, this could kind of be one of those meat grinder type of games where it's going to be tight, really late. Pretty. I could see the Suns leading for a majority of the game. In fact. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's no way I'm laying the Bucks minus five in the game. I would look for a better number in play. Right. Because I could see that happening. And then the Bucks eventually, maybe in the fourth quarter, who knows? I don't know if, how, if the referees are going to come into play or what's going to happen, but they might make an extra play here or there. Giannis, by the way, might actually hit his free throws at home compared to when he's on the road, mm-hmm. which has actually kind of been a thing so far in the series. So, you know, Speaking of uh, in-game, I just wanted to give you this example. So Corey, one of the guys we were with the other night in North Dakota, we were watching the game at the Texas Roadhouse. And... Uh, you know, the Suns were, what, four-point favorites? Yes, game. yes, yep. Uh, so, there's some point in the third quarter, the Suns started to fall behind by 10, 11, and we said, okay, what's going to be the right time to jump in here and bet this live? Because I said, you have to take the Suns and the points. I know they're going to come back, and it's late in the game, this is going to be like a one-possession game. So, yep. But 
that it's all about timing when you're live betting. Do you grab it now when you get Suns plus five and a half? Do you wait a couple possessions, get Suns plus eight, you know, and you hope it doesn't go the other way while you're waiting, getting greedy, hoping to catch another couple more points. Uh, but I think he grabbed at one point the Suns plus six and a half, and that turned out uh, turned out really well, of course, with the Bucks winning 123 to 119, but you needed a couple missed free throws at the end. And, uh-huh. But that's the example. Instead of laying four pregame, in live betting, you yeah. grab the Suns plus six or six and a half, and you have a winner. And uh, I think you might be able to do with this with the Bucks in Game Six instead of laying five before the game. Yeah, better better number live. I, I don't think they're going to go wire to wire and blow out the Suns here. I'm I with you. Okay. Good observation. I'm glad you pointed that out because that's the way that I'm going to approach the game as well. And by the way, like how how frustrating is it? I know we've had this discussion a lot, but when you're trying to get a, a, a bet in in play during real time. How many times does that actually happen where the number that you want right now while the game's being played and you try to fire, does that bet actually go through? It's so rare. It's crazy. You got so many examples uh, from live betting in the NBA and college hoops where you you, kind of draw your line. You say, okay, this is going to be my buy sign. I'm going to, when it hits seven, I'm going to take plus seven. Right. But then you keep watching, you get a little greedy. You're like, yeah, you know, maybe I can get eight and a half if I just wait a little bit longer. <laughs> right. Right? <laughs> yeah. And then by the time yeah. you try to get it in, oh, now it's down to five and a half. <laughs> when it hits a three, of course. it goes the other way on you. Yeah. yeah. So it is, I mean, when, when you want to fire it right then and there, it's tough sometimes. Actually, a majority of the time. And sometimes but, you can't get the bat in when you're trying to. Yeah. yeah. That's why, I mean, it really, you might miss like the number you're waiting for, but the best time to place it is probably during a commercial timeout. So that way it's going to be steady at least for, a, what, 25 seconds, 30 seconds mm-hmm. before it changes on you? Right. So uh, big series beginning tonight in Major League Baseball. The Giants still like around minus $3 to win this division. And it's uh, Gossman taking on Gonsolin today. Open up a pick but you said that earlier today the Giants were around plus 110, so money showing on the Dodgers. You want to bet the Giants tonight? So do I. I have not yet. And maybe here in Las Vegas, the money continues to come in on the Dodgers throughout the day. Right. And you would fire on Gossman at right around plus 120 or so? Uh, that was the uh, that's price. That's your buy I, number? That's, yeah, that's the price I had in mind today. I, I like the matchup. And, in fact, I see that right now. Circa's got plus 119. William Hill plus 120 submits. I'm going to get greedy. I'm going to wait for plus 125 or Why 130. Not? Why not? Yeah. If it's already 120 this early, this early in the, in the day, morning. If you got 120, just wait. Mm-hmm. Looks like. And, you know, more often than not, money's going to show up on the Dodgers, and you know that. So uh, I wasn't going to take the overnight number on the Giants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think uh, waiting today might be the best time to actually hop in there. Dodgers uh, off a uh, the, off a loss yesterday yeah. in Colorado. They got stunned in the late innings. Tony Gonsolin's a guy I'm not afraid afraid to bet against, and I like Gossman. He's been a bet against. He's been a bet on pitcher. Yep. By the way, during one of the breaks today, we ran down the divisions earlier on in the show. Mm-hmm. I did find that you can get the Phillies right now at six to one. At yeah, I think you have to take that. You know, if the Jacob Degrom injury situation mm. is as bad as I think maybe he was hinting at yesterday, based on what you said, if Degrom goes down, that Mets pitching staff can fall apart. And by the way, the Mets are not a very good offensive team. They're averaging like three point seven runs per game, I think. Probably the worst offensive team. I'm gonna I'm gonna double check it right now, but I think if you look at runs scored, I think the Mets are the worst division leader in baseball. Pretty sure they rank in the bottom five or six in baseball in runs scored. 
So why why would the Mets be a minus three three fifty favorite uh, in the division like we talked about a couple weeks ago? Why are they minus two twenty five right now? I really wish Ronald Acuna had not gone down for the Braves because oh, I love sure. the Braves as a team that could come from behind and win that division. But the Phillies, if you get six to one right now, let's say Degrom is out, we don't know if Noah Syndergaard is going to well, come of back. Of course not. Um, and the Mets being as uh, I think as weak as they are offensively, they're a fragile favorites in that division. Six to one. So, I look. Put it this way, I can't imagine that this. But we've been saying this now for a good month. I can't imagine like today when everybody wakes up. Uh, I'm talking about like sports books across the country. Mm-hmm. They look at their numbers. They look at everything. I can't imagine the Mets are going to be minus two twenty five in that range. Hell, minus three dollars. I'm seeing on another book later on today, right? Like I think the adjustment's going to come at some point once they realize Degrom hit the ten day DL or IL, I should say. Well, I would say I don't know where you saw the six to one on the Phillies, but I would, I would grab that now because that's the best number you're going to find. It's available right now at Bet MGM. Okay, at six to one with the Phillies. How about this division leaders in baseball runs scored? Red Sox four seventy, White Sox four seventy one, Astros five oh four. Brewers 420, Giants 450, Mets 342. Oh, man, the Brewers, I have 420, and the Mets are that low. Even the Brewers have scored 80 more runs. Wow. Okay. Don't they have to make a move? Who's that? The Mets. Oh, of course. I think they have to make a move to help their pitching staff and uh, make an offensive move. Francisco Lindor has been a little bit of a disappointment. What do you think? Yeah, of course. Do they make a move for Chris Bryant? I think the Cubs have to be the first team you look at. Yes. If the Cubs are going to sell off, these are these are qu- high quality offensive players of the Cubs. Actually, Chris Bryant's a great defensive player too. Sure, he is. I, I really thought the Yankees should be looking at Chris Bryant. Every team that's looking to make a move should be looking at Chris Bryant. Uh, Javi Baez, whoever the Cubs want to sell off, I think you have to be on the phone to Theo Epstein. Well, re- reports all year long have been strange with the Cubs. Like, first of all, before the season even started, right, we heard that they were going to be sellers and Bryant was probably going to be gone. Then they were playing good baseball. He's having a great season. Well, now that might not be the case. Well, now it's flipped again to where I read something, I think it was Friday or Saturday, where Bryant is going to be on the block, but the team plans to still keep and build around Baez and um, Rizzo. Okay, I, I can see that, but I just don't understand why you want to get rid of Chris Bryant. I don't, I don't get it. Doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. No. He's my favorite player on that team. He's Why is Chris very Bryant good. to try, don't want to pay him? Right, and if, if that's the case, you're right. Like, every team could use a Chris Bryant, right? right? The, the Brewers would do cartwheels to get Chris Bryant, but would the Cubs trade him in their own division? No. Very unlikely not going to happen. So all these other teams should probably be on the lookout and putting a phone call to the Cubs and see what it takes, obviously. Uh, Up next, we'll look back at the 2021 majors in golf and uh, ask Matt who he has an early eye on for 2022. Coming up next.
at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Your head. <laughs> hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like... say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Del Mar and Saratoga season. If you are a horse racing fan, First Bet is a place for you with wagering on races at over 300 tracks and AI-assisted picks. It's the easiest way to bet on your favorite sport with secure payments 
attentive customer service, and a reliable website, all brought to you by ExpressBet. Sign up using the promo code VEGAS100 today and get up to $100 in a match bonus on your first deposit. Visit first.com slash bet slash Vegas100 for details. That's 1st.com slash bet slash Vegas100, promo code Vegas100. The majors are in the books now for the 2021 golf season. You excited for the 3M Open this week in Blaine, Minnesota? I am not. No? No, it's one of my least favorite tournaments. Is it? Why? Yeah, it's just kind of the letdown yeah. after the you know the fourth major of the year, and it's kind of a hangover after the party. Yeah, I can see and that. And this is one of those tournaments I think it's difficult to handicap, too. It's just, uh, it's probably going to be a birdie fest, and... Uh, Anybody could win. It's wide open. It's one of those wide open tournaments. Which, if you like to bet a couple long shots on the board, go ahead. Yeah, makes uh, some sense. But not a little burned out after losing on Louis Oosthuizen on the British Open. I might even take the week off of golf betting. How, how many futures did you hit this year? Uh, six. Pretty- six pre-tournament. Yeah, not counting. Uh, not counting adjusted odds bets during a tournament. Right. Six pre-tournament futures. And I think I had seven runner-ups, seven bridesmaids. Okay. And Oosthuizen was not a runner-up. He finished third. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Are you happy with the golf season you had? Yeah, it's been really good. I'd say that sounds like a damn good season, no doubt. It's been a really good golf season, and um, I have no complaints. I mean, you're, you're going to finish second time sometimes. You know that. If you bet enough golf, of course, you know how hard it is to hit those futures, and uh, you, you're going to end up with some frustrating – uh, second place results sometimes this is this the way it goes. But now, this will... I've hit a fifty to one, a sixty to one, a seventy to one. I mean, wow. that's been a good golf season. Yeah, uh, no kidding. Was uh, Max Homa seventy to one? Yes, he was seventy, huh? Yeah. Higo was fifty. Yep. Who was your sixty? I think Higo was. Was it Kokrak? Was Kokrak fifty? Kokrak was up there. Was oh, he yeah. around forty or fifty? Mitch got so many winners. You have so many winners. So I would say that's probably a pretty good season. I have to go back and review the yeah, season. There you go. But uh, Jordan Spieth, Daniel Berger were the lowest odds uh, winners. Um, did not hit a Xander Shoffley winner this year. No. no. Did he win a tournament? No. He, he did didn't. not win one tournament, not, not a single tournament. He hasn't won a tournament Damn. in a year and a half. That's so, why I can't rank him number two, Jeff. Overall this year, Matsuyama, Mickelson, Rom, Morikawa, one majors. Yeah, you think about that too. Matsuyama was a fifty to one. Yep. Shout out to JVT who hit that one. Did he? Uh, you had a serious long shot in Phil Mickelson at uh, three hundred to one. Right. That doesn't happen every year. You had a favorite in Rom at the U.S. Open, and Morikawa, who's a you know a mid range shot at about forty to one in the British. So yep. a mix of. Uh, Winners on the futures board and the golf majors. So this is clearly based on numbers that will be available next year. But do you have, like looking ahead to 2022, do you have golfers that you you know for sure you're going to be keeping an eye on? And then based on the number, if it's good enough, you'll fire away? Like Victor Hoblin, for example. Mm-hmm. If the number is right for him next year, is he going to you know break through, be in contention to win a major? And if the number is right, would you bet him? Uh, Yeah, I don't. You're not high on him? I, I like him, but I'm not crazy about him. You know, last year, or this year, going into the season, I said, the one young player who's going to win a tournament at long odds is going to be Joaquin Neiman. And I'm going to play this kid, and I'm going to cash on him this year. 
in the Tournament of Champions to open the year in Maui, 40-1. to He had the tournament one. He missed an eight-foot putt, lost in the playoff. Lost in the playoff again with him two two weeks ago. Didn't get there. That was frustrating. Uh, So a lot of times, yeah, you're right. Before the season, I will zero in on a couple guys that I know I'm going to play that I I think are going going to have breakthrough years or win a major or win at long odds. Uh, As as we sit here right now, I can't tell you who those guys are going to be. Like three years ago, it was Xander Shoffley. Right, right. Right. Well, that's. I think Neiman's a perfect example. Mm-hmm. You were betting him a lot this year, yeah. but he's a guy that you're going to have your eye on. And right now, he's seventy to one to win the Masters here at Circa next year. If that number was good enough for you, I mean, I'll tell you what, Jeff Davis would probably have him up around ninety to one by the time the Masters. That's the thing. Like, Who knows, right? Yeah, just wait, and you might get a better price. The way they adjust the odds here, I mean, I think he's the exact guy that you got to keep an eye on. Neiman's going to sure. win. I'm going I'm to continue to bet him. At some point, that kid's going to cash. I think a lot of people feel that same way about the guy that I brought up, Hovland. Like, eventually he's oh, going to yeah. break through. I can't bet him. I'm off betting him, though, just because he has that one hole out of nowhere that happens every single tournament. Oh, and look that, at that. There's and an now eight. his odds are dropping to the point where it's around 30 to 1, 25 yep. to 1. You're losing some value there. Yep. We will get to our in-pocket plays up next. Why not? Got to do it. I'll have a uh, 6 to 1 shot for you coming up next. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. Let's fire away, shall we? In-pocket plays that I have right now. Uh, you can find this at William Hill, and I don't anticipate the number being around for very long. It is a future bet, but we were uh, discussing their season-long matchup props that they have. There is a more combined rushing and receiving yards prop between Austin Eckler and Clyde Edwards-Elair. They made Eckler plus 110. And again, I said this earlier, I've talked to people about this. I've read fantasy projections. I've listened to fantasy talk a lot in the last six weeks. There isn't one projection that has Edwards Zillaire even close. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw one that was like 600 yards, the difference. Another one that was like four, 450 yards. Fantasy people are absolutely in love with Austin Eckler this year. Mm-hmm. Okay, so can it lose? Of course it can. The guy could get injured in the third week of the preseason. My God, I hope it doesn't happen. Um, but I'm betting... Austin Eckler plus 110 in that matchup against Clyde Edwards-Alaire. And I'm also betting you can find this right now. What are, by the way, before you jump ahead, yeah. what, what are the projections? What do you project for Eckler rushing and, and receiving? receiving? I yeah. saw, I think it was one projection had Eckler in the 17 and a half hundred yards. Like 17.28. I'd have to go back and look and write it down, yeah. but it was like high 17s. That's a big number. Yeah, big, big number. I and, think he will. He will uh, take it to the next level this year in that Chargers offense. I think so, too. There's a reason why Staley is like the shortest shot in the board to win the coach of the year. Everybody's anticipating the Chargers to make a huge leap now Mm. that Anthony Lynn's not there anymore, right? When everybody anticipates something in the NFL, uh, that's not a good thing. No, it is. But, uh, yeah, you would would think that the the Chargers were so close in so many games and their, their coaching was incompetent, their game management was incompetent. 
you got to think the, the Chargers just have a head start based on the coaching. Sure. We've talked about a couple <clears> of things <throat> so far today. Michael Lombardi brought this up. If Denver had a better quarterback situation, you threw around Deshaun Watson. I, I really if, think if Aaron Rodgers is not going to happen for the Broncos, right. and it looks like I think he's headed back to the Packers, yeah. uh, they've got to try to figure out a way to get Deshaun Watson. You put Deshaun Watson in Denver, watch out. Right. So You might not have him for the whole season. You might have him for eight games, but you're looking at the big picture down the road. Of course. Okay. So that's their one problem. I think the same thing with the Colts. Maybe Wentz can get back somehow to that MVP form that he was in before he got injured. The same thing to me can be said about the Chargers. What have they been missing over the past couple of years? It was quite clear it was the coaching staff, particularly the number one guy in charge. And so you get rid of that guy. You expect other things to happen. Of course, Broncos are kind of missing that too. Wow. You get a head coach who's miscast and is much better – fit as a defensive coordinator. No question. Some guys, it's there's. I've always said this, it's like Norv Turner, right? Very oh, good offensive coordinator. Oh, never should have been a head coach. I mean, it's, there's, what's wrong with being like one of the very best right. at right. an offensive coordinator or D coordinator? There's nothing wrong with no. that. If you fail as a head coach, that's it. Then go back to being a coordinator. Don't try to do it again. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, and the Phillies, 6-1 to to win the NL East. The Groms hurt out for a 10-day IL. Who knows what that means? Offense stinks, as you documented 20 minutes ago. Yes, baby. Give me the Phillies plus $6 to win the NL East. Yeah, the Mets look like fragile favorites atop that division. So 6-1 to one on the Phillies. That bet is at BetMGM, It right? is, correct. Yep. All right, two in-pocket baseball plays for you tonight. I'm going to bet. I'm going to take the Giants plus 120 over the Dodgers. And um, it's, again, Kevin Gossman, who's a bet-on pitcher for me. Uh, at a price, it's probably going to be better than 120. So if, if you're looking at the Giants side... Don't necessarily bet it now. I have not bet it yet. I think the Dodgers probably draw money here, and you get the Giants at 125, 130. Typically, that's what happens. The uh, Dodgers draw money. Yep. Uh, but Tony Gonsolin's a pitcher I'm not afraid to bet against. And uh, I've played the Giants often this season with a lot of success, so I keep riding them. I'm also going to fade Shohei Otani here. I think it's been probably a stressful couple weeks for him. He's had a heavy workload. Uh, as a pitcher, and he's been in the lineup basically every day. The All-Star break had to take something out of him, and Joe Madden did not give him an off day over the weekend. Let's go with the Oakland A's as home dogs. Even money right now, plus 100 over Shohei and the Angels, getting a better team at home at even money. And I, I do as much as I like Shohei, and he hit a two-run homer yesterday. He's got 34 now. Yep. You gotta think uh, that uh, fatigue is going to be a factor for him here in the second half of the season. Yep. By the way, small favor, please. I'm sending out an SOS to every American League manager, like yesterday's game against the Mariners. E- the M's. You're up seven-two with two outs in the ninth. Can you pitch around the guy, please? I'm holding Vladimir Guerrero forty-five to one to win the have, have the most home runs at the end of the year. Do you have to really groove him one so he smacks another dinger to have now 34 on the season and really give me a true heart attack on the year? What are we doing here? Put the guy on, walk around him, whatever, pitch around him to put him on base. Don't throw him. I guess they felt like Jesus. it was a five-run lead that they had they had a cushion. They didn't have to uh, pitch around him. Don't give him anything to hit. I'm yeah. begging you. I'll give you a, I'll take you out to lunch. Anything, whatever. He really shouldn't should not be giving him anything to hit. The guy's in such a groove right now. Of course. Sick. Ah. Uh, 
Not as sick as me if I lose this bet on Guerrero. What odds do you have? 45 to 1. Okay. It's time to put on your lucky pair of Crocs and channel your inner fortune teller because your prediction might just make you $10,000 richer. The Crocs Hoops Draft Prediction Challenge is coming, and dare we say, free to play on DraftKings.com. If the odds are in your favor, 10 Gs could be yours. Learn more at DraftKings.com slash Crocs. I did learn about this uh, a week ago on Saturday, that somebody has $1,000 on Otani at 90-1 to to lead the league in Mm -hmm. home runs. A thousand at ninety to one. A hell of a bet. Yeah, it's a good bet. It's a good bet. Not you know what? There's not too many bookmakers who would take that bet because it leaves you so exposed. Sure. That's that's a that's a pretty significant bet at those odds. So a lot of bookmakers would not take it. Yeah, uh, you know you know one other thing I wanted to mention quickly, okay. and we're going to also talk about the football bets we've made so far this season. We'll, we'll save that for tomorrow. Okay, we'll do that. Uh, that's a tease for tomorrow's show when Brent Musburger is going to be on with us tomorrow, right? Yeah, wait. Um, what was I talking about there? Football bets. Before that, and you got yeah. You kind of like leaned right into it. Lean into the bar. Lean into the bar. <laughs> Oh, no. don't know? I don't know what I was talking about. Okay. Lack of sleep's getting to me. There you go. Uh, Chris Miles is going to join the program coming up next. NBA TV was Game 5 the start of the dagger from the Bucks into the Suns? Or does he expect a Game 7 in this series? We'll ask him coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. 
I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Game six of the NBA Finals is tomorrow night. If you're looking for a hot tip to bet on, Bet Rivers Sportsbook has you covered every day. Go to the Bet Rivers app or betrivers.com and find the game you want to bet on. Tap tips, T I P S, and you'll get instant research for the upcoming matchup. Try it out for baseball, soccer, tennis, and uh, a variety of other sports to make your experience more rewarding. Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one time playthrough. Bet Rivers is your hometown sports book. Offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey, and you must be 21. Go to BetRivers.com. Top Game 6 NBA Finals. Chris Miles joins us now from NBA TV. Chris, good morning. Thanks for popping on today. How are you? Good morning to you guys. I mean, it's been a, a great series. I think one of the best finals, at least in the last decade. So I've been excited all for this entire final. I'm glad you said that because I read a lot of negative stuff about the series, like leading into game five. And even when that was done, I was like, what are people? I thought game five was like an all-time game. The shot making, the individual performances and overall. Yeah, the, the first three games, like the teams that won, they kind of got there easily in the end. I thought game four was dramatic. Game five was awesome. I think I think it's been pretty damn good so far. That and when you look at the legacies on the line, whether you want to talk about Giannis or Chris Paul or even the up-and-coming Devin Booker, I mean, it's historic. Like, Devin Booker has the most points by anyone in a playoff debut, um, so there's that. I mean, he just passed Rick Barry for that, and now he's running away with that record, 82 points in the last two games. I don't know. I guess uh, if people had LeBron fatigue, if they had Steph Curry fatigue— this is the the best remedy. I mean, you got the stars and you got a guy like Chris Paul who now is down and may be a title uh, less, you know, Hall of Famer as opposed to a guy getting a title late in his career. There's a lot of drama to me. Well, I think, uh, Chris, a lot of people wanted to see Nets and Lakers, and that's probably why they're upset with, uh, you know, with yeah. the Bucks and the Suns. But I agree with you. I think it's been a really good series, especially Game 5. Hey, you covered uh, Chris Paul and Monty Williams in New Orleans uh, what do you? What's happened to Chris Paul here the last three games? The Bucks made some adjustments defensively. Uh, why has Chris Paul not been as effective? 
Interestingly enough, uh, once Chris Paul was traded, you might remember Drew Holiday was also traded to the New Orleans Pelicans. I was there for that entire transition. And the biggest thing that I try to explain to people is when Drew Holiday picks up a guy like Chris Paul full court, and then when Chris Paul has to try and guard him on the other end, Drew Holiday is a lot bigger of a human, point blank, period. I mean, 6'4 to 6'5 um, and giving up about 30 pounds. Like Chris Paul is in a, a situation where I think he's just older and I watch his legs and I think he's getting tired in this series from the defensive pressure that Drew Holiday brings. I know Drew had to take a lot of heat because he was, oh, four for 20 from the field. I'm like, yeah, but he's effectively taking Chris Paul out of the game. I know people can look at the stats and say, well, Chris Paul had, you know, 20 and 11 last time out, but he didn't have the same impact on defense because his legs just aren't there anymore. That's what I see in this series. Mm. Uh, that's a good observation. It is. Yeah. Uh, Chris, I asked Matt this earlier in the show, is there any way that Giannis doesn't win the MVP if the Bucks win tomorrow night in Game 6? Like, what would have to happen for that for this team to close it out, but Giannis not to win the Finals MVP? I laugh at that. He would have to turn his ankle or uh, be out for the final two games, and then Chris Middleton would have to be the guy that leads them to the championship, and they would have to play two more games. I, I just think that it's like anything else. Uh, like we had, like fans had LeBron fatigue before. I think they already have Giannis fatigue, and the man hasn't won a championship. Maybe it's because he doesn't shoot jumpers or he's bad at the free throw line. But man, I mean, he has the most twenty and ten games in a playoff run since Tim Duncan. Way back in 2003, most 30 in 10 playoff games in a run since Shaq in like the early or uh, I guess early 2000s, I think it was. So, I mean, when you put them next to those guys and then you look at if they win, Giannis would be one of the youngest players. I think it's like Tim Duncan, Bill Russell. um, I forgot who the other guy is to have two MVPs, a defensive player of the year and a championship at age 26. So I just, I think the finals MVP goes to him. I get that Chris Middleton is the best closer on the team, but they wouldn't be there without Giannis. Yeah, we, we totally agree. I mean, we kicked this around, like what would have to happen? And, and you're pretty much spot on with what we came up with is like, knock on wood, we don't want it to happen, but Giannis would probably have to like turn an ankle or that knee or whatever again, right away tomorrow night. And Middleton goes for 40. And if they win, maybe like that would be enough. But the guy, I mean, if you go back to like two weeks ago, we didn't know if he's going to play in game one. And look at how great he's been. He's came up, really given us like two of the most iconic plays we're ever going to see in the finals. Well, that and I look at the odds on the, on the screen right now, and it says uh, Giannis to win NBA uh, MVP. And I'm thinking of the finals MVP, right? Mm-hmm. And after game two, those, was at, those were still at plus 500. <laughs> like you still had the odds at plus 500 just three games ago. So to see it at uh, minus 300 now, it tells us how impactful he's been in this series. And he's an all-time great, point-blank period. If he retired after this finals, he would already be a Hall of Famer. Mm. All right, let's look ahead to uh, game six. I think the the Suns are gonna, going to uh, make it hard on the Bucks. They're not going to coast wire to wire. It's not going to be a party. Uh, championship party necessarily in Milwaukee all night. The Bucks are five-point favorites, total of 222. We're off a high-scoring game with high-level shot-making. Teams were knocking a lot of threes down. The Suns got blown out in the second and third quarters. 
after they got off to a hot start and led by 16 after one. I think this is going to be a struggle for the Bucks. What about you, Chris? How do you kind of envision game six playing out? Um, they say a, a playoff series hasn't started until a road team wins, and we just saw that with the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if the Suns win, and here's why. The best scorer on the point on uh, in the game is Devin Booker, and you look at what he's doing right now, uh, the fact that he had 40 points on just 22 shots, like he had 40 points and was deferring. And that's the, you raised a good point about the shooting from the Suns. They are the first playoff team ever, like in all of postseason play in the history of the NBA, to shoot over 50% from three point range, over 60% uh, from the field, and lose the game. So it's not like they had an issue scoring. I think it's just they, they were terrible in getting back on defense. So if you listen to Monty Williams in a press conference, he was just saying, you know, we have to work on uh, controlling the pace a little bit and making sure we get back on defense and less ISO basketball. So I imagine we're going to see the over again. I mean, it was, what, six straight games that the the Suns and the Bucks, dating back to two years, that they had hit the over mm. before, I think it was like game four, or game five, whatever it was, uh, game four. So uh, betting the over with this uh, particular matchup between these two teams seems to be the consistent way to go. Yeah. Uh, which of the others do you think will have a good game? The guys, maybe the role players. I think you know some of the players. Connaughton has been very good. I think so far in this series. I think that's probably is going to continue. Um, and Cam Johnson, boy, has he been? I think he only had six points in the last game, but he's been solid pretty much throughout as well for the Suns. Do you, do you anticipate those two players to continue to play like they have been? Well, <laughs> if you were asking me to look for a prop or to, which guy do I would I do I think is more likely? Uh, the guy that's going to be at home, and that's Pat Connaughton. Also, I think Connaughton kind of go, goes overlooked because you know he, he's not a good ball handler, and he um, you know can't create his own shot. But here's a guy who was in the slam dunk contest. Don't forget that just uh, two years ago uh, was a guy that was a top pitching prospect for the Orioles. Played power forward at Notre Dame. Like he's a fascinating athlete overall. And when you look at clutch situations for the Bucs, like they trust him. I think he had eight points in the fourth quarter in, in game four. Like they they trust him. He has there are several games he has the highest plus minus for the Bucs. So I don't know exactly what numbers you're looking for as far as an impact, but I think Pat Connaughton's the guy that's gonna have a bigger impact uh, in game six. Yeah, I liked him a lot at Notre Dame. Know about his uh his multi sport background. Yep. I did forget that he was in the dunk contest. Though. No, that yeah. Did sure. you remember that? I remember that, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Well, you were in a couple dunk contests in high school too, weren't you? <laughs> uh nine foot rim. Nine foot rim. <laughs> yes. Trampoline. Hey, uh, Chris, I'm curious. Uh just as we wrap it up, what do you think about the prospects for USA basketball in the Olympics? Kevin Durant, the leader of this team. It's not the dream team by any stretch. Uh, do you think U.S. is going to win gold, or is that team going to struggle in Tokyo? Well, uh, it just depends on what reports are uh, still developing, because, like, bringing JaVale McGee, it, <sighs> let's take a step back, okay? I don't understand how you have Team USA right now without Trey Young, John Morant, Zion Williamson. Mm. I mean, there are so many young, exciting stars. So when I see this, I think, yeah, these are, you're bringing players that already have, you know, 100 or 200 million dollars in the bank. They're like, oh, yeah, let's go over there and play. You're not bringing the guys that are like, oh, I'm still out here trying to prove I'm the best. 
I'm almost like bring the 25 and under team. Mm-hmm. And then if they lose, there's no pressure. But you, you consistently have all of these stars in the league that are young that want to go. And they're making fun of it on Twitter. It is a disaster. Um, but, you know, the Bradley Beal situation, the Jeremy Grant situation, I hope those guys are healthy yep. and good to go. But when you lose the second leading score in the NBA as well, oh, that's a lot. It's just ridiculous what's happened over there. Yeah, not, the players he mentioned, Trey Young, John Morant, Zion Williamson, also uh, Julius Randle. Sure. And uh, and then the superstars who aren't there were LeBron, Stephen Curry, James Harden. This team's missing a lot of talent. Probably still has enough talent to win gold. There's, think about all the players oh, who are no, not sure. on this USA it's thin. basketball. It is game. thin, yeah. absolutely. Uh, you follow him on Twitter. He's at Chris Miles TV. Great stuff today, Chris. Uh, thanks for coming on. That was fun. Yep, thanks for having me. Yep, take care. So he likes Connaughton to continue. Having a good series. Uh, Sounds like he suspects the uh, Suns are going to put up a pretty good fight in game six. Yeah, absolutely. That's what we kind of said. We'll we'll touch on that game a little bit. You know, obviously tomorrow is when it's played. So, but we kind of give you the idea of if you're going to be betting the Bucks, wait in play. Predicting game flow. There's a good chance that you can probably get a better number in the game than laying the five Mm -hmm. right now, right? We are back tomorrow. Good luck with your bets tonight. We'll see you. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.